as we go back, we look at what uh, Dr. Charles is teaching us here. And uh, he's asking us, how do we relate to God? All right. How do we relate to his commands? To relate to God, you have, you have to know him. Amen. All right. Number one, and that's knowing him, not just knowing about him, but knowing him through his son, Jesus Christ. All right. Believing on the Lord Jesus Christ and receiving him as the Lord of your life creates relationship with God. Amen. All right. So important. All right. How do we relate to his commands? All right. His commands are not grievous. Of course, the commands, God's commands are to give us direction, to give us instruction, to give us the answers that we need. All right. Give us direction. Most of all, to just protect us, to help us. All right. To, to just simply guide us and lead us and and show us the way that we should go, all right? Sometimes we want to say, Lord, why do I have to go that way? Why do I have to do this, Lord? You know, why, why does this happen to me? It's not seem like it's not happening to nobody else, but it's happening to me. But no, God is saying, if you will look to him and obey him, you don't have to worry about the consequences. Those consequences can be difficult. You know, they can be good or either they can be bad. Consequences, what, are end results to what we choose to do. Either we do the, what is right, all right, and that brings reward or and good, or doing wrong. We can still choose to do what's wrong, and that brings, what, consequences. Yeah. Those consequences are simply, what, pain and suffering and problems and, you know, in, even in some cases, sickness. You know, there are some people actually shorten their lives because they choose to do that which is against the will of God. All right. And that's what I brought out in some of the verses here. It's important to walk with God. It's important to obey. And he's saying here what? The word obey is what? In the Old Testament means what? To listen. Pay attention when God is telling you something. All right. It can also mean what? He agree, consent understand and yield you know we've got to be willing to surrender to the lord we've got to be willing to do it god's way Amen. to obey god means that you must what listen to his voice and his voice is what his word Amen. all right the word of god amen and that, 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 that's the closest you can get until you learn to listen to the holy spirit for the holy spirit dwells in you and he will be in you and he will give you guidance. He will give you truth. He will give you understanding of what the Lord is actually saying. Amen. But the key is the word of God. Going back to the word, heeding the word, understanding the word, studying the word, seeking the word, praying the word. Amen. Yielding to the word. Then confessing the word of God. And then what the word comes back to you. Good measure, pressed down, running over, shaking together. God causes the word to come back. God causes the blessing to come back. Amen. Obeying God is absolutely essential to pleasing him. Amen. All right. We do have the challenges and we do have temptations. And they, I'm telling you, have their place. But the bottom line is we, when we obey God again, he works it out. He brings us out. 
He is faithful to work it out for us. He is faithful to bring it out. And if I had a thought of, uh, for today, it would be founded on Jeremiah 33, 3. Call unto me, and I will answer thee and show you great and mighty things which you don't even know. Yes. See, we don't even know. We don't even understand. But God is saying he'll show us. He'll give us answers. He'll work it out for us. Hallelujah. Amen. Obey God and leave the consequences yes. to him. All right. Uh, the world what, denies that God has an authority, any authority at all. But as a believer, you uh, understand truth, basic truth. And then it's important to understand God's truth. All right. Basic truth leads and guides you to a point, but it does not give you everything that you need. All right. You find divine truth in the word of God. You find divine truth in the power and the work of the Holy Spirit working in your life. You shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Is that John 8, what, and 32? All right, the truth. Okay, and then there's God's truth. The Spirit of God bears witness with the things that are true and divine. God has not, is, you ever known God to lie? You ever lied to you about anything? Some people think God has lied, but God has never lied, all right? God is not what? A man that he should lie? Neither is he the son of man that he should repent or change in his mind about what he says or what he has done. And that's another thing about the Lord. He is sovereign, all right? And I think we studied that at one time about uh, God being what? Most high. What is that term for God being most high? Is it El Elyon or Elohim? Which one? <laughs> God, our creator, is Elohim. But God, El Elyon, is God most high. So when man speaks, yeah, he speaks. But when God speaks, his word brings forth deliverance. His word brings forth truth. His word brings forth power. His word brings forth light to your pathway. All right? That word what is a light to my pathway is a light to my pathway what is it psalm 119 lamp to, lamp to my feet and a light to my pathway thank you precious dear wife i love you for that you helped me to keep it on track but praise the lord the word of god is the living word jesus is what the living word so when we obey god he is right there working it out for us Hallelujah. He does not what? Go off somewhere and sit in the corner and cross his leg and just watch us make a mess of ourselves. He doesn't do that. But he just simply walks right with you. Hallelujah. His word goes before you and what? Makes the crooked places straight. Like Isaiah, what? 42, I think, and 2 says. He just simply is there for you. Hallelujah. So he fights the battle even for us. He will defeat every enemy. But the key is that we must obey. All right. We must be willing to do it God's way. All right. Uh, he is what? As the creator of all that exists, as I was saying, God what, has the right and the power to conform all circumstances to his will. 
you know, all some circumstances the enemy tries to control. He even what? Tried to control Jesus, tried to influence Jesus when he was at his, you know, most difficult time of testing. And the Holy Spirit was the one, what? That led Jesus into the wilderness, didn't he? Uh, Matthew, the fourth chapter, talks about how the Spirit of God led Jesus into the wilderness to be tested. So he, there is some testing in our lives. There is some trial in our lives. There is some temptation in our lives. But God, if God is in your life, you don't have to fear what today brings, even though it right outside this door. It's just like Deanna yesterday. She called me and she left the uh, stylist, right? Left the stylist uh, place of business. And next thing I know, she in the supermarket, parked in the supermarket, and somebody tears her car. So circumstances can, you know, situations and trouble comes, yeah. you know, and, and we have to understand that everybody's not serving God. And if they're not serving God, that means we have to pray that they will come to know him. But in the meantime, because their minds are everywhere but on God, that means that they are making an effort to do everything they want to do. I want to do it my way. I want to do it this way. You know, I don't, want to, I don't care about you. Oh, forget you. You know, but the key is that when we are praying and God being sovereign, then he takes those circumstances that can happen and turns it around. Hallelujah. He reverses it, turns it around. I mean, the trouble headed your way, the, the big truck headed your way, the car headed your way, going to hit you smack on, and the God send the angel right when you need him and diverts it because you have obeyed the Lord, because you choose to serve him, that you can trust him, you can depend on him, you can think on the, the word of God. The, the word of God is what? More powerful and, and more full of riches than the, 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 a billion dollars. You got a billion dollars and then next thing you know, you got disease. Next thing you know, you got uh, somebody coming at your door to, Oh, I, I think I wanna. I want that money. I want the money. I'm gonna cough up the bucks. You know that's what's happening. Cough it up, and you know. But with God on your side, He can protect you. And right when you're putting Him first, then He's gonna guard everything that is about you. That's the way He did the children of Israel. All right. He said, "If you will hear my voice, obey what I say, and keep my covenant." then you out of all the nations of the world will be my treasured people. Treasured people. Hallelujah. That means whatever you ask of the Lord, he'll do it. Hallelujah. Whatever you need from him, he's going to supply you with the, from the riches that are in heaven. Hallelujah. And from Christ. After all, the earth belongs to me. Didn't he say that? And you will what? Be my kingdom of priests and kings, priests, and everything that, that God has chosen, a holy nation, and then what you are set apart for God, for his glory. You, 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 I'm telling you, it's just something to this. I tell you, we haven't even experienced it yet, church, but God is preparing us for amazing things, amazing things. This earth is just a, a foretaste of what is to come. Eyes have not seen what ears haven't heard, 
neither has it entered into the heart the things that God has prepared for those that love him, that obey him, and serve him, and leave the consequences to him. I will answer you, says the Lord. I will show you great and mighty things which you don't even know about. I'm telling you, I could not believe that, but that's what Solomon did. He, he just turned away from the Lord when he should have been turning to God. You know, well, many of us have done the same thing. When we think we're walking with God, we think we're doing something with the Lord, and we turn from him, you know, in the actions that we have, in the the way we talk, the way we walk, the way that we're doing things. But out of all that, God had mercy to the point where he didn't just take, you know, he didn't just take Solomon out. He didn't just say, man, I'm going to just block you out because it's like, I, I just can't deal with you. I don't, I, I, you know, God has, is so long suffering. You know, he is so merciful. Yeah. Hallelujah. Look how much he, he put up with Israel and his treasured people. And so surely he was not going to just cast Solomon aside, but still, you know, it just was something. The Lord was angry with him. His heart had turned away from the Lord, the God of Israel. How are you going to turn away from the God of Israel? Who had what? Appeared to him twice. Not just one time, but God appeared to him twice. What do you think you'd do if God would just himself would come and appear to you? The living God himself. And maybe you don't realize it or not, but the living God is appearing to us, and sometimes we don't even realize it. Sometimes he's right there watching over you. Sometimes he's done sent you an angel, hallelujah, of deliverance, because you choose to serve, because you're thinking about it, because you're concerned about it. But the key is that we continue to just obey him and trust him with everything. That's what we're getting into this month is trust. Trust and obey God. It's one of the greatest ways that you could be happy in Jesus. Oh, cast down those other gods. You know, don't go after those gods. God was with him twice, visited him twice. And God is with us the same way. How many times has God said, I forgive you. I, for love, I love you. I'm not going to leave you. I'm not going to throw you aside. I'm not going to do it. Stay with God. I'm telling you. Because he has great reward, just like it said. Hallelujah. Amen. So important. The Lord said to Solomon, since uh, your uh, this has been your practice. See, we can get into a place where we're doing something. We get into a habit and a practice to where we are just doing what we think is right or think what can we can get away with. And next thing we know, we done messed up. We messed up. But God is so merciful now through Jesus Christ. The, the grace and the love of Jesus Christ causes us to be restored. It causes us to come back and get on track. We've been off track for a while. But get back on track. Get on and walk with God. And I'm telling you, he'll walk with you. He'll fight for you. He'll do every time the enemy got something coming up. He'll just show you how to just resist him. And see him flee from you. That's what the word say. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Take the word. When God said, "Take the word for what it is," He means just what He says. Hallelujah. Obey Him. Hallelujah. And lead us. To let Him work it out. Work out the situation. Hallelujah. Oh, 
Yes, yes, yes. Holy Spirit, just have your way and touch us. Build us up where we need to be built up. Tear down the things that need to be torn down in our life. Any idols, Lord, let those idols be destroyed in our lives. And help us to keep you as God and the only and the true and the living God. Hallelujah. This is the way it was with Daniel. This is why he prayed three times a day. Sometimes we don't think we need to pray like that. But we need to pray in the morning. We need to pray in the evening. We need to pray sometime at midnight. You never know. But if you pray, I guarantee you, guess who you will meet? You will meet the living God. And when you meet the living God, you will not be disappointed. He'll be right there for you. He'll be there. That's why I say he'll answer you, church. He will answer you. He is the Lord. He is God. There is no other like him. Look at this story. It says, when the Nazis drafted France, Jess Thatter, during World War II, he completed military basic training, but refused to take required pledge of personal loyalty to Adolf Hitler. Authorities allowed France to return to his farm, but they later summoned him to active duty. After seeing Nazi ideology up close and learning of Jewish genocide, look at that, Jewish genocide. I think we all have had some destruction come up in our lives. Most of our satanic genocide right now, killing our sons, killing our daughters, killing our, our babies, you know, finding a way. Abortion passes. It don't have no place in our lives. It don't. But I thank God that the Lord has an answer even for abortion because the children, once they leave this earth, they are with God. And they're just learning in heaven. They simply go on in heaven and live to be what God ordained them to be. I'll have to find it in the scripture for you. But as I'm reading here, it just made me think about that. All right? So, it says here, genocide, Jewish genocide. However, Jack Stagger decided his loyalty to God meant he could never fight for the Nazis. He was arrested and sentenced to execution. Look at this. For him obeying and determined to obey God, determining that he would refuse what they were offering and accept God. He ended up leaving behind his wife and three daughters. And over the years, many believers in Jesus under pearl of death have offered a firm refusal when commanded to disobey God. Are you going to disobey God? Make up your mind now that you're going to obey God. Make up your mind now that you're going to live for him. Make up your mind now that you're going to walk with Jesus. He, the Lord's the only one can help us to do it anyway. All right? He's the only one. But when you make up your mind, then God is on your side. When you do all you know to do for the Lord, like the song say, guess what? God's going to do even more for you. He's able to what? Do exceedingly abundant and above all that we ask and think according to the power of Jesus Christ in our lives. I'm telling you, I'm so glad I got a God like that on my side. I'm so glad about it. Hallelujah. I'm determined I will obey you, Lord. Hallelujah. I'm making up my mind or more. Look at that. How um, this, uh, this story about Daniel. The story says that what? The royal edict threatened uh, anyone who decided that they would pray to any God 
for a human being except the king and would be thrown into the lion's den. Daniel discarded safety and remained faithful to God. Three times a day, he got down on his knees and prayed, giving thanks to God. Just as he had done before, the prophet would bend his knee to God and own to God no matter the cost. No matter the cost. No matter the cost. Hallelujah. There is a cost. There is a price. But what? Jesus paid the greatest price for us. He paid the price. He bore his life. Hallelujah. His pain was so great that uh, to the point that battered and beaten and bruised and torn, like Isaiah 53 says, that he, what? It was, it was for us. He did it all for us. Hallelujah. He paid the price that we might have a right to the tree of life. Sometimes our choice is clear. Though everyone around us implores us to go along with what? The, the opinion that is supposedly the best from man. Man's opinion. is We think it's right. But the bottom line is God has a greater Im, Im, uh, impression that he wants to give us. He has a greater statement that he wants to give us. And that is obeying and trusting. Our Heavenly Father, what? Is trustworthy. Trusting him in every situation is vital to living life free from fear and anxiety. This month, we're going to trust the Lord. This month, we're going to obey God. This month, hallelujah, we're going to get stronger in him, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might, and you can make it, church. All right? Even though our reputation could be at risk, Hallelujah. We can lose everything in a sense, but we will never turn from God. Our obedience will bring forth the deliverance. I believe it. Amen. Sometimes even at great cost, all we can offer is a firm yes to God and a firm refusal to the world. Amen. Bless the Lord, bless the Lord, bless the Lord. There's so much more here. Amen. Hallelujah. But I just want to encourage you in this last place. Uh, it takes place, what? Exodus, uh, it, Exodus 19 takes place on the same mountain where God called Moses to serve him, by which means God, that means God fulfilled his promise to his servant and to Israel. Moses obeyed God despite the consequences that confronted him. Hebrews 11, 27 says what? By faith, he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured uh, as seeing him who is invisible. That is God himself. Moses trusted God, and every problem he faced soon paled. It just was no comparison to the what? The love, the wisdom, and the power of our mighty commander, Jesus Christ. Amen. We bless you, Lord. We thank you today. We choose to obey you and trust you and leave the consequences to you. You will work it out in our lives, Father. We bless you for that today. We praise you that you are working for us even right now. Hallelujah. Whatever the situation is, whatever the storm, whatever the sickness, whatever the condition, Father, we are going to trust you. It will not be in vain. And for all that we do for you. Oh, we love you now. We bless you. We praise you. 
Hallelujah. Touch our neighbor. Touch the one that is sick. Touch the one that is yet on the street corner with a sign up. Lord, bring them in. Work it out in their lives, Father. We're trusting you. We're going to obey you so that we can see deliverance in the lives of others. And the enemy's got to stay under our feet. We're going to stamp on him in the name of Jesus and command him to leave by the power of Jesus Christ. We thank you for the victory. We thank you for the, the deliverance. We thank you for the miracle that you're doing in our lives, Lord. We give you all the praise now. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Amen. Amen.